Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients with your host, Joel Miner. Listening to the show, you'll learn how to avoid the unnecessary pain and avoidable costs that commonly occur in the building and renovating process. Joel will also inspire you with his knowledge, experience and ideas on how to make your home a place to suit your lifestyle for years to come. Let's not forget Andrew Quadrio from Quadrio Building Service as well. We're back for another week of what builders don't tell their clients. Now, me and Andrew, we seem to be catching up on a regular basis doing this sort of stuff. So we want to try and give you guys as much value as possible and um, try and make you aware of some of the common mistakes that a lot of people make. And we were just having the conversation of I was doing a consultation or I basically call it a site inspection with the client this afternoon. And we touched on an interesting topic where a lot of the people where I go and see and Andrew would come across this quite often as well. I suppose I better let you say hello to Andrew while you <laughs> don't, don't let me do I'll all the talking. Into, I thank you. I thank you. That's, that's wonderful of you. Thank you. <laughs> Good day, guys. So um, basically, what I went and did, I went and seen a guy this afternoon. He was after a shed, and uh, I love how people, when you get to it, get to a site, they start telling you, uh, start telling you what they want. And I think, which is awesome, which is obviously they've done a bit of research, they've figured out what they're after, and then, you know, they're working out, he was, this particular guy was working out what size of shed he wanted, had to worry about the boat getting in there and this and that. And I always pick up on, you know, we want a shed this big and we want a bit of the boat and I'm a little bit concerned about this. And I love to know what their actual problem, and I think this is really important. I know we've covered this in the, some of the mini-series of six steps of planning, but what your particular problem is, and what it needs to solve because there's no there's no point me coming round. Well, I don't think this because I don't I don't want to come round to your place and have a look at your job and say here's the price to do it. Blah blah blah. Because at the end of the day, if I don't understand what you're getting at or what you're after, then I I really want to be able to solve. Like I want to be able to solve your problem because if you're calling me, there's a particular problem that you're you're trying to solve. And I'm, I'm I know Andrews had this particular you know issue with clients and stuff before as well. So, you know, yeah, I, we're just talking about a, a scenario before with you as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we had, I had, um, uh, so all the time people come to us and say, you know, I want, I want this, I want that, I want a pool, I want to put a room on the back of the house. And we sort of say, well, hang on a minute, what, what's the issue that you're having at the moment? And how do you think we can help you solve it? Because as Joseph said, you're, you're ringing me and you're getting me around to help you out with something. So let's, let's talk about the crux of it and see what the issue is so we can work out what's going on. So I went to, I went to these people um, a few months ago and um, they had plans drawn for, I think it was a little studio. It was a garage that they had there that was sort of a bit run down and sort of stuff, asbestos lined and that sort of gear. So they wanted to demo that um, and put a, um, and put another sort of, storage room and studio off the, on the back of it sort of thing and i said okay that's great i've looked at the plan, looked at the plans and that sort of stuff i said okay so what are you what's your issue and what's your, what are you trying to achieve with this and like oh well it's just sort of old and this and that sort of stuff i said okay so what do you want to do with the house what's your plan for the house what's your plan for the property are you going to stay here are you gonna you know what what's your family situation like you know they had two they, they had, uh, two kids that were just starting one was just finishing year 12 and one was, one was starting uni um and they were sort of living, they were sort of wanting to, they weren't going to move from there. They were in their mid-50s, I think it was, roughly. Um, and they did want to move from there. Again, so they wanted to 
and they were sort of thinking that this was that this little studio was going to give them some more space for them. And I was like, well, you, what do you need? In, if you're going to stay here and spend a, a big chunk of money on this this garage studio thing, what what is it going to achieve for you? And they couldn't come up with a they couldn't come up with a, with an uh, an answer to convince themselves that it was the right way to go, let alone. <laughs> let alone talk to me about it so, so start, I started, all right well let's leave it alone for a second what are you what are you wanting what are you dreaming about with this house when you come home at the moment what's your issue you know when you walk through the door what's the problem what do you see first what do you go oh god or, or do you come in and go oh this is great because if, if you did that you wouldn't be ringing me you wouldn't be trying to you wouldn't be bringing a build around to try and work on some sort of alteration or addition or something like that or renovation. So there's obviously something amiss that you're not, you're not, you're not as in love as you're with your home anymore that you were when you bought it or when in the first few years of living there sort of thing, when it was suited to what you want. And now you've, now your family's grown, your older kids are older. They've got different needs. You've got different needs now. So let's talk about what they are and what your issue is with the home. So we can work out what we can, achieve um with the current design and then modifying that and that sort of stuff so and, and that's how we sort of we sort of went down that path and that sort of led us well away from this studio garage thing that they wanted to do because i was sort of thinking i was sort of saying look guys me coming as an outsider with a you know thirty thousand foot overview i'm not seeing this studio garage thing fulfilling your wants and dreams with this home fulfilling your desires like and solving your problem so let's let, i we sort of agreed that let's scrap that for the moment and then and work on the house itself because um, no you spent 150 grand on on this sort of studio shed bit when it's not solving any problem for you really like there is a problem but it's low down the list yes yeah, not a, not a priority it was, it was decrepit and needed to be demolished sort of thing and so they're just like oh we'll just yet demo, demo that and redo it sort of thing but that was a fair way down the list. Once we worked out the list, like we talked about um, a little while ago in our six steps to planning series, like you need the list of you need purpose, needs, wants, and dreams. As a, as Basically, a your why. Priorities. Prioritize <laughs> those things. And and why you're wanting to do it. Yeah, and like, try, try and get clear on your why. And people, lots of lots of people can't articulate why they do things. They sort of try and rationalize it. Um, but with something else. The job. Yeah, that's the job of us as the builder and the outsider coming in going, okay, what's this going to do? And what's, what's, what are you feeling when you walk into here and what aren't you feeling and what do you want to feel sort of thing? So that's where we sort of try and articulate what they're feeling into a purpose and to a reason to do something into the, into the home. Definitely. Uh, this is, brings me back to, I was reading Simon Sinek's start with why the other day and right. some yeah. have his, the, Hey, it's a great book. Get it, everybody, if you haven't read it Definitely. already. Um, the the thing he explained, which made a lot of sense, was the amount of times you ask yourself the question of why you're doing something, why, why, and you keep asking yourself. I think eventually you get to a point and you go, I don't know. And yeah. a, a, lot of, a lot of, or the part of the brain that is the emotional part of the brain, which is like the, we have the reptilian which is the first, 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 first part, which is fight or flight, and then the second part, which is all emotion, basically, yep. and how we probably deep. make a most of our decisions is emotionally. But he, he basically said that that part of the brain doesn't... You, you can't express how you feel. 
that you yeah, can't you can't control, control language, language. Yeah, and it's really language. quite hard to exp- explain and now i was sort of aware of it i'm like well, it makes so much sense because yeah you pick up the person listen if someone's really good at listening they'll pick up on your feelings and how you feel about it and what you're saying they won't pick up on what you're saying they'll pick up on how you feel about what you're saying They'll pick up on the context, not the content. Intent, yes. Not just the content, sorry. Which I think is super important because, you know, people, a lot of times people come to, say, for example, kind of, oh, you know, I want to build a shed and I just don't know if I'm going to have enough room. And you can already tell the way they're talking and saying things you're like, well, you're a little bit frustrated. You don't have enough space. You want to be, able, and being able to pick up on that, I think is super important because th- that part of the brain doesn't function how you, it's so hard to come across and how you feel in the emotion you're feeling and try and relate that to someone else. Yeah. And a lot of the times people don't like talking about feelings anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, they probably express it more than they talk about it, yeah. which is yeah, kind of how human yeah. beings work. Yeah, that's it. So, so yeah. And, and yeah, the, the, as you said, the, the part of the brain that controls language doesn't control um, your, it doesn't control your emotions. Um, is what sort of Simon Sinek's on about there. And, and that's why it's, we find it so hard to articulate. So the simple things like, why do you love your wife? You know, yes. oh, and you say, you, we start to rationalize it saying things like, oh, she completes me. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> it does, that doesn't work. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that, that's, what we, that's what as humans we try and do to rationalize why. We don't quite know why, but we just do. And there's no event. There's no, there's no specific um event or action that happened that made you love your wife it's a series of lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of little things over a period of time and the period of time is variable too like it can be you know it could be more than a week it could be 10 years um but all of a sudden you wake up one day and go i love her (laughs) god i don't know why i know the answer yeah i know the answer i don't know why (laughs) don't know why but i know the answer yeah. And that's why it's really important to have someone that's like we talked about before that, that we want, when we go and see people, we really focus on um, fit first and fit between us and the prospect. Because if we can, um, that's why it's so important for people to find a builder that really understands them and really can help them articulate why they want things done and to work to a solution that's going to actually solve the problem and not just I need a shed or, I need, I need another bedroom or I need this sort of thing. Like you might think you need it, but really do you want it? And it's not really going to solve your problem. Definitely. Because if you, if, if, if you, if you go and spend, you know, 40 grand, 40 grand on a shed or something, get a slab shed, the kit installed, all that sort of stuff. You might spend 30 or 40 grand on a shed and then work out that it's, that it's doesn't, it still doesn't work properly for you. It still doesn't, still not big enough or it's still not, you know, it's not the right shape or whatever. Yeah, and that, that was the same sort of question I asked him. I said, well, you know, um, you know, what's going to be used for? Well, I want to be able to put a hoist in and I want a mezzanine floor and, and I think, like, awesome, sweet. Know what you want in there? That's good because, you know, we want to make sure we can have hide underneath the car and all this sort of stuff. And in the background, like, that's what he wants, but in the background of all that, the problem I see is he wants somewhere to work in a shed. He wants somewhere for storage to be able to put yep. on a mezzanine floor, to be able to have parts up there, wants yep. to be able to work on cars and basically have a, a shed that's a workshop, which he hasn't got, and all the shit's yep. underneath the house that he can get rid of that and put it in the shed and shut the yep. door and go back to the house. So, you know, I think 
that's cool. I think I think it's really important to be able to find because I don't know. It is quite hard for a lot of people to be able to even just in general, not builders, but just people in general, be able to pick up on the emotion there oh, or yeah. issue they're having. Yeah. Because yeah. the issues there and the problems there in front of you, it's just yeah, whether that person can pick can pick that up. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, yeah, very. It's a very important thing to be to be thinking of, and and um, that's why it's, it's really important that that first step in our six steps to planning is purpose. So, why are you doing this? Like, you've run out of space, or you know you're going to run out of space. You know, you've you, you've got three young kids and you know they're going to turn into teenagers but you've only got three bedrooms and you know you know eventually they're all going to need their own bedroom sort of thing and you're going to need a study place a place for them to study and then an office for you and that sort of stuff like that like you need to work it's really really important to get clear on the purpose of the job first yes and then i think the next one sometimes from... it's sometimes it's simple yes yeah sometimes it doesn't involve as much yeah, sometimes it's pretty simple, but sometimes yeah. it's yeah, like you were saying, he wants to get he wants a workshop at home, he wants to move this stuff out of from underneath the house, he wants to be able to shut it up and just leave it leave it behind over night time and it's all locked up and it doesn't have to you know, doesn't have to worry that things are gonna go missing or get rusty or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Get wet and get moist and that sort of gear. And um I think I don't I don't know, I've had a few conversations with another people, I'm gonna to touch on a bit of a different topic here, but I've had a conversation with a few other people this week with um the $25,000 grant from the government. Yep. Um, they're wanting they're wanting to start because the, it's getting to that point of the time. I don't know about you guys down there, but everyone up crunched. here is absolutely flat out and like not yeah. just building industry-wise, but just everyone in general. And yeah, right. it's getting to the point where people are ringing. I had a lady ring me the other day. Hey, can you start this basically before this date? I said, oh, look, I, I, to be honest, I, I honestly can't do it. Um, and you know, I've got stuff sitting there, whether it goes through or not, it's another thing. Um, but I don't want to say, Hey, I can do it and then not be able to do it. And she must've tried a few other builders and had no luck. And she said, Hey, are you, you know, can we just start doing some stuff and get things moving? Even if you subcontract the work out. And I think it's like, you know, it's October, September, getting towards the end of September now. And it's with the whole $25,000 grant, there's, you know, contract has to be signed by the 31st. Major works have to be started by the 31st of March, 2021. And she wanted to start pushing things forward. And I've still talked to one of my designers and he's saying that I've got people now still wanting to get this stuff done. They want to start pushing stuff forward. But going back, like this relates back to the six steps of planning me and Andrew have talked about is, is people wanting to rush this stage, like to save $25,000 on a maybe possibly two hundred thousand dollar build plus maybe more so and (laughs) i think trying to push this forward get not spending the time in the planning stages and not getting this done properly and trying to rush it all that twenty five thousand dollars is a small amount when you've got to live in a house that you'd wish you'd spent another month just figuring a few things out and say i wish we'd added this extra bathroom or this this doesn't function the way i'd like it to or the stairs are not in the right spot or and this and that. So I just I just really think like I've just done a job recently where people have we've just spent four months. We started in March and we've only just kicked the job off a week ago. And yep. it's been back and forward, back and forward, change plans, design, engineering, everything that goes with it. Yep. And yep. everything we've everything's sorted, it's good, and we spent that long in planning and now it's just like breeze through. 
because yeah. we've, we've worked everything out. And it's, it's yeah. so good because you know, owners have to stress about picking stuff and that sort of stuff, but they know what they're getting and they know they're going to get what they're after rather than people just going, oh, yep, that'll do, quick, 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 yep, chuck that in, sweet, $25,000 grants up, let's just get this sorted. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, so important to get the, get the planning stage right and, find, like I said before, find someone that, that, understands, that understands you and can get what you want to achieve out of your um, renovation or extension and then not to rush at all. Yeah, we we I think I think we I think we we were got involved with a client about the same time. It was in the beginning of March, mid March or something, um, and we're still designing. It's a it's a gigantic job, but it, we're still designing, still going through landscape design and that sort of stuff at the moment. So, and that was you know, that's six. We've been we've been um, almost involved six months now. So that's how long it sort of. It doesn't happen instantly. It can't happen instantly. No. It's got to. It's got to run its course. You've got to. You've got to go through the right um, channels. You've got to be pretty. You've got to be extremely clear on what you're after, and then, then you can come to. Then you can come to the end of it. Like I spoke to these people last night. Um, presented a proposal to them, and um, they it what well, didn't include everything because we 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 worked up to their budget. Um, and it didn't include everything, and so they were they were sort of slightly disappointed, but happy because it didn't it didn't um, uh, it included the, the the crux of the job is that it's a it's an extension, um, an internal renovation with including the kitchen and then the, then the bathroom. So it's sort of three major parts, and we were able to fit the extension and and the kitchen into their budget. But then the bathrooms were extra on top. It was an extra seventy grand or something for three bathrooms, um, and so uh, they were disappointed, but um, but still happy to get what they were after, and they they were able to. Um, I like how you said disappointed and not shocked. Yeah, that's right. Big big difference. Yeah, big difference between shocked and disappointed. Um, why? And that's why, why is that? Um, because the shock, I've, when we've had it before, where people have come to us, we had a, um, a couple come to us last year with plans from a draftsman um, that they'd drawn up for this huge extension at their at their place. That a, they had a um, uh, a budget of about half a million dollars. They told me, uh, and then I sort of looked at their plans and and sort of gave them sort of a rough estimate of four bathrooms and a huge kitchen and walk-in pantry and. Um, uh, you know, it, it, had a, it was a roof conversion and it was a bucket load of money. And I'm like, guys, you'd be looking at like 1.5. <laughs> you had a budget of 1.5, I'd say, yeah, you'd probably get close. And the, literally the guy looked like I, I punched him in the face. <laughs> like he just was just gobsmacked. He's like, what? <laughs> and I said, well, you know. That's what that, they, they've built. They've built opinion. their dream. That's what that you know, round about that sort of that sort of figure. They've built their dream on paper. Yeah, 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 and that's why it's really, really important to involve a builder early, so that that sort of that sort of feeling, that shock that that guy had, can be avoided because it's not nice for anybody. It's not nice for for you as the client. It's not nice for me as the builder because I look like the bad guy. But like, if I have, if I've, I, if you've come to me with plans and I'm just telling you what how much it's going to cost, you know I haven't done anything wrong. I feel bad about it because I've got to tell you the wrong, I've got to tell you the bad news. But you know you automatically are shocked and, and upset with me because I've because I've told you the bad news. You're always you're always upset with someone because they've told you bad. Whichever person tells you bad news, but 
um, having having a builder involved early really allows the cost to be mitigated, so they can they we can really work out we can we can sit there and look at it and say no that's going to be too much we need to take these things out these couple of things out and then work out that price to then to to then see see where we're at in terms of budget and then if we've got some if we've got some wiggle room left in the budget then we can add maybe one or two of those things in depending on how much how what they are sort of thing um, but definitely that's why it's so so important to get a builder involved early because it's going to save you the heartache the time as well because if you if you're going like these people they still haven't built that was we spoke to them in July of last year the first time it was the first time I spoke to them and they still haven't done anything about it because they're still back and forth with this. And we've, we've offered to, to take over the process for them, scrap, the, scrap that, those plans completely. Let's get back to basics and, and find a purpose and then find, get working, work out what their priorities are with their dreams, uh, needs, wants, and dreams. And they still refuse to, they're still saying, oh, no, no, we'll, um, we'll just keep going with it. We'll just, we'll get the draftsman to do it, to do it properly. And not to mention, how much costs change with yeah. plans and engineering and yeah, everything if you right. don't get it right the first time. That's right. And time, and time, time, time. Like we're talking about not rushing things. All well, these people are, you know, 14, 15 months into into the into this design process. They moved into this house 15 months ago, wanted to get started before Christmas last year. Yeah, well, it's uh, 2020, 9th of September. Yeah, that's it. And, that's it. Uh, Christmas will be here. No matter, as soon as you blink, it'll be here. So that they're almost a year behind yeah yeah well they're well almost two years behind because they haven't started yet so yes definitely so any questions about this folks i'd love to hear your feedback um and i just i just love bringing up these conversations because i think there's so much value you guys can get out of this because it, it happens so often and i personally from my and andrew's perspective i know from andrew as well that I, I don't want to rock up and give you a price. I want to solve your problem. Like I want to know what your issue is and how can I best help you to be able to get the outcome you're wanting. Not so much the how to do it, but why you're wanting to do it and then I can hopefully provide you with a solution of, you know, this is what we need to do. Yeah. And you guys don't have to worry about the how. We do the how. That's what you pay us to do for. Exactly. Yeah. That's why that's why we're builders. You just need to know the what and the why. Yeah. So yeah. Why, the why and the what, the how. Leave the how up to the builder. Definitely. So we will see you all next week. That's Until it for this time. week's episode of yeah. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients, brought to you by Refined Space Constructions. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.